family, welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Footballer Podcast. I am super pumped to have you with me, and I would appreciate if you could share this to as many people as possible, whether it's your friends, family, across your social medias. I would love for you to tag me if you do uh, watch or listen to this episode, because it means the absolute world. It means I can impact more and more people, which means we can spread this positive message, which is what it's all about and what I aim to do with this podcast. So thank you very much. If you can do that, if you can give the show a five-star rating or whatever star rating you want to on Spotify, that would be amazing as well. But thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to talk about my experience in making that decision to move to the Gold Coast and move to Southport, which was one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make because I loved the West Adelaide Football Club, which I spoke about in my last podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. But I absolutely loved my time. I felt at home at the West Adelaide Football Club and the opportunity to play at Southport did arise and it made it one of the hardest decisions because it meant I would be leaving Adelaide in general, leaving my family and continuing to pursue my dream of playing AFL. So there's probably a fair bit to cover and I might do it over a couple episodes because I'll probably watch this back and be like, oh, I could have said this, this and this, but uh, we'll see how we go and just go with the flow a little bit. So Initially, it come about probably about the halfway point of the year, Southport got in contact with me um, asking what I was doing because my girlfriend had a connection where she works. Uh, the guy, One of the owners, he used to work at the Gold Coast Suns and we'd spoken about during the year of like my goals of trying to get drafted and I've always wanted to play with the Gold Coast Suns since being delisted or since forever really since dad finished up playing his career I barracked for the Gold Coast Suns and yeah I've always sort of had that attraction towards them so that was one of my goals and he had a connection at Southport uh, so they got in contact we had a little bit of a quick chat not too much about it spoke a little bit about my story what my goals are and uh, where I want to go and that was sort of left at that for the rest of the year because we're like, all right, you go focus on your footy um, and we'll focus on ours as well. And that was, yeah, that was pretty much the end. A few messages back and forth throughout the year as well, but um, yeah, nothing too serious. And then I knew that there was a coach, Matt Primus, at the football club that dad also had a connection with as well. When dad was coaching at Port Adelaide, uh, us as young kids were allowed to go to the club and Matty Primus allowed us to come in and help out as much as we could, as much as we wanted to and give the footballs to the players and hand out drinks and just get things organized during preseason and just do little bits and pieces just to be involved at the club and be in that environment is just super, super exciting for a 12, 13 year old that does have aspirations coming through to play at the top level as well. So super grateful for that opportunity. And he was the midfield coach at the Southport. So I knew I did have a connection there. I also knew that Boyd Woodcock was from Adelaide as well, played at North Adelaide. I don't think I played any football against him, uh, but he had made the move up to Southport once he got delisted from Port Adelaide Football Club, and he was playing some really good footy at the time there as well. So 
there was a few different connections there and at the end of the season, I'd planned to go see Tori because uh, we were doing long distance, something that I probably won't speak about on this podcast because we want to keep it more football-based, but um, we were doing long distance across the year. She moved to the Gold Coast for work opportunities, and so I was just going to go see her at the end of football season. I stayed for an extra month after footy season finished for us because we had a few different social events, and uh, one of them was the best and fairest. After that, we flew up to the Gold Coast just to spend a little bit of time here um, before sort of heading back to West Adelaide because I wasn't really sure what was going to happen and what was going to play out with Southport. So uh, yeah, sort of left it a little bit up in the air, planned to come back to Adelaide halfway through or yeah, halfway through November, uh, which is when around preseason would have started. So I ended up catching up with Southport the day that I flew in for whatever reason, it just worked out that way, flew in, landed, pretty much went straight to Southport, uh, got a little tour of the facilities, met the coach, um, met the guy that I was speaking to as well, and uh, the facilities were incredible. Compared to West Adelaide, obviously, the you can't compare these two clubs, because one of them is making a heap of profit, um, they've got an amazing setup with uh, food with apartments, their oval and change rooms, everything was, it was just next level and it felt like a real professional environment, which I definitely want to be a part of and I believe that I thrive in and their systems and everything that I had set up. Uh, Southport, to give some context, the year before, or that year had just finished they lost the grand final by about four or five goals I think the year prior they were going to make the grand or they made the grand final but it got called off because of COVID uh, and then the year before that I think they won the, they win a grand final I'm not too sure there was a little bit of conversion with the kneeful the quaffle all that sort of stuff stuff that you guys don't really need to know about but um, they're quite a successful club is what I'm trying to say and the systems and everything that they had, the coaches, was super, super high quality and I, as I said in a previous podcast when I was doing some craft sessions at the Adelaide Football Club, that's something that I want to be a part of. It's a real elite environment and I continue to thrive and I love the pressure because it makes it forces me to get better and I feel like sometimes I can get a little bit complacent with where I'm at and I want that continual push from the players and coaches to make me a better footballer so uh, I wanted that and thrived that and needed that in my life and career as well as I've sort of gone through this journey and this path so um Caught up with them, sort of sat on it for a couple of weeks and they were continuing to reach out and see where I was at and I was still quite unsure and it wasn't until I had a conversation with my psychologist where she asked a series of questions that sort of led me to making a decision to move to Southport and none of them had anything to do with family, with Tory, with friends, anything sort of really. It was all based around my football and what was best for me and my football. And that sort of led me to choosing Southport. And once I had made that decision, it was the thought of sort of telling my parents because they had put so much time and energy into my career. And I know 
mum will be listening now and it might bring up a few tears and that sort of thing but moving away from them and continuing to push for my dream in this sort of way uh i don't know if i don't know the right way to say it but um i just felt like it was the best decision for me and my football and my development to move to southport and to continue to have that elite environment around me and obviously be closer to the club that I do want to play for. And hopefully down the track, there is an opportunity to either train with the Gold Coast Suns for a couple of weeks just to see where I'm at. Who knows whether those opportunities arise. That's what I'm sort of hoping for out of this sort of move to the Gold Coast. Um, That was, yeah, that leading up to telling mum and dad I made a phone call to them and it was one of the hardest decisions that I've ever had to make and kind of kept putting it off a little bit. Um, and yeah, what, it definitely wasn't easy uh, on top of that telling the West Adelaide Football Club because as I said, I loved my time there and I didn't. I felt like I owed it to them because when you move from a club in the SNFL, you have to pay a transfer fee. So West Adelaide paid a transfer fee to Glenelg to help me move across and only spending a year there and not having the success that we wanted, I felt like I owed it to them. And I said that to the coach at the time, which was, again, why it made a really hard decision. And I do agree that it was a selfish selfish decision to move to the Southport Footy Club because I believe it's the best place for me to continue to chase my dream and get to where I want to go. Not everyone's going to see that in the same way, which I totally understand. Everyone's going to have their own opinion. But that's what I felt at the time. That's my gut instinct. And as I've spoken about on the past couple episodes, listening to that and taking your career into your own hands, asking for that guidance from above, that's that's why I chose uh, the Southport Footy Club because that's where I was leaning. Um, That's where my gut was telling me to go. My head was telling me otherwise. It It was super tough, but ended up making that decision and then... Another experience that I want to tell you guys is when asking for guidance, when asking for support, be real specific in that. I did the exact same thing in the process of making my decision to move to the Southport Footy Club. And after I'd made that decision, I was a little bit unsure on whether I had made the right decision because when you make a big big decision to move states and play for in a different competition with different with a different club... I was just so unsure and if I'd made the right decision and obviously you second guess yourself and you start questioning, oh, have I done the right thing here? So I asked for some guidance. I asked for some support from above and I asked, I always say, angels, God, universe, can you please give me some guidance and support here and tell me if I'm on the right path? And I was real specific this time. I said, the night before I was setting my alarm, I was like, can you please wake me up at 5.07 a.m.? I want to wake up at 5.07 a.m. And that will be the message to know that I'm on the right path. And I set my alarm for 5.30 because I wanted to wake up a little bit earlier that day. So I set it for 5.30. I was like, if I wake up earlier, sweet, I'll get up and start the day. Went to bed, slept for whatever reason, woke up and I was like, my alarm hasn't gone off yet. The sun's up because the sun's up so early here. I'll just check the time. Went down to my phone, looked at the time. It was 5.07. I 
I was like, holy moly, like that, it gave me chills and it gives me chills thinking about it right now because I asked for a real specific, like real specific sign of guidance and support and knowing that I'm on the right path and to receive that and waking up at 5.07, I took a screenshot of it. I'll try and pop it up here when I put up a clip because it was crazy and it just shows the power of when you're in tune with what's above you, the higher power. When you're in tune with that and you ask for support and you get that, it fills you up and it just put me at ease a little bit knowing that, yep, I've, I'm on the right path here. I've made the right decision. Now I just got to go out and execute. And that's what I've been doing over the last couple of months is just going out and trying to execute, earn the respect of the foot, the boys as well, and just put my head down, ass up and continue to crack in and find that opportunity that I have been looking for since I've been delisted from the Adelaide Football Club. So that is the end of this episode. Uh, the It was, yeah, I don't know if you got anything out of that at all, but uh, the biggest learning, the biggest takeaway is just asking for support, asking for guidance when you're unsure, when you don't know if you've made the right decision or if you're going to make the right decision, ask for support from above because I did and I've received it so many times and I continue to listen to that and it's going to hurt people along the way and it's definitely selfish of me to do that but I need to do what's right for my own best interests, for my own goals to go out and achieve the things that I want to achieve and hopefully one day a lot of people can see why I have made the decisions in the past that I have and hopefully it all pays off that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for we'll see see what happens over the next uh, 12 months and if that does pay off it'll be the best feeling and yeah it's it'll it'll hit different that's for sure so family continue to stay fearless go about your daily activities go out achieve and chase your dreams And we will speak tomorrow.